This is Julie D, and you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network, brought to you by NordoniaHills.News, recorded in the Gary Miller Studio. Cleveland Sports Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Show today with just me, Darius Sethna. Unfortunately, Brady could not join us today. Uh, sorry about our absence last week. We were both busy out of town. Um, it's just it's just me today for the show. And what we'll be discussing today, we'll be discussing some of the major trades that have been occurring so far in this NBA offseason, as well as some more updates concerning the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Now let's begin with the major trades that have been going on uh, this past week. Free agency opened on Sunday of this week um, at midnight. And we have one major trade that's really shocked uh, the entire NBA. And for some of us, it wasn't a surprise. For some of us, it was a great surprise with LeBron James and where he was going. LeBron James decided to uh, sign on a $154 million four-year contract with the Los Angeles Lakers on July 1st. Now, many of us have been wondering why LeBron has um, has left Cleveland and gone to Los Angeles, and we've, we've all been asking questions. Why has he done it? How is this going to get him a championship down in Los Angeles? Why leave Cleveland if he's going to the same situation he's going to with the Lakers? And to be honest with you, I don't even have an answer for that. Um, I've been asking the same questions that you guys have been asking over these last few days. And if you've been listening to our show, Brady and I have even said Los Angeles is the worst possible location for LeBron James to go because it doesn't have any talent. LeBron doesn't have any support. He doesn't have any other superstars or even stars with him there on the team. And it's a very, um, it's a strange move to make. The only reason I would see him moving there is, one, his family. Um, We know that he owns um, houses down in um in the Brentwood area of Los Angeles but we also know that his business would make would have a major boost with Nike um just take a look at these numbers i have uh for us here today i have the population of Los Angeles and then the population of Cleveland now when we think of how this is going to impact lebron's market for nike it's of course los angeles and cities like los angeles new york chicago have major major markets Uh, unlike cleveland which is a smaller metropolitan area not so much uh of a market uh the population of los angeles in 2016 was three million nine hundred seventy six thousand three hundred and twenty two people however as of 2010 the population of cleveland was only three hundred ninety six thousand eight hundred and fifteen people now these uh numbers of course will be increasing but I think common eye, common knowledge, we know that the population of Los Angeles, probably the second major metropolitan area in the whole country of the United States, is much, much greater than it is to small Cleveland, Ohio. And this is going to, of course, have a big boost to LeBron's major, uh, um, sorry, major marketing with Nike. Um, It's going to project a huge boost and signing with the Lakers business wise is would definitely bring in a lot more money basically um however basketball standpoint from a basketball fan this 
deal really does not make any sense because one, Paul George already agreed um, to an extension with the Oklahoma City Thunder, so he's obviously not coming to Los Angeles, and Kawhi Leonard is still um, still on hold with the Spurs. We don't know what he's going to do. If he does join the Lakers, that will help LeBron, but I still don't think it'll be enough to go past the Warriors. I think all of us know that even with LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard on the same team with a lot of young talent, it's just, they might make the playoffs, but it's still not going to be enough to get past the Warriors or even the Houston Rockets, to be honest. Um, additionally, we have uh, Paul George. Like As I mentioned earlier, he is staying with the Thunder. Again, this is a little bit of a... Um, eyebrow-raising deal because of their failure to get past the Utah Jazz in the playoffs, losing in six games. He obviously probably wants another shot to prove himself here in Oklahoma City uh, with Russell Westbrook. Carmelo Anthony's obviously um, staying as well, but it, this, this means that LeBron does not have that superstar that he was possibly going to join uh, with in Los Angeles. Again, it's not the worst decision Paul George could have made, but it's Definitely not a decision that us NBA fans were expecting. Another decision that us NBA fans were probably expecting, however, was Chris Paul and his extension with the Rockets after the 67-win season they had. It's definitely a, the perfect perfect scenario for Chris Paul to sign that max contract with the Rockets and give another chance. You know, if he was healthy in the Western Conference Finals, the outcome could have been very, very different, and the NBA championship season could have been very, very different. So it's definitely the best option for Chris Paul to sign that max contract with the Rockets, especially with James Harden as the reigning MVP this upcoming NBA season. Also, Kevin Durant, no surprise, signing with the Warriors, once more signing an, est an extension. But one major, major um, trade news that happened with the Warriors these last few days was the signing of DeMarcus Cousins to a uh, $5.3 million one-year deal. Um, now, does this put the Warriors over the top over everyone? I, I don't I don't think so. I still think there's definitely um, competition still around. Although it's the Warriors have um, obviously gotten a lot better in their starting five. Every single player in their starting five is an all-star because we we know what DeMarcus Cousins can do. Uh, he's one of the elite centers in the NBA. Uh, he proved that with the Sacramento Kings and Los, uh, or I'm sorry, New Orleans Pelicans. And uh, with the ball movement of the Warriors, with DeMarcus Cousins, their starting five is going um, to be dis destructive towards any team in the NBA. However, I still definitely think the the bench of the Warriors is not as productive as they uh, as they were a few years ago um, and before Kevin Durant arrived. Um, you know, like like I said, the Rockets. Um, and even the Thunder and new teams like the Celtics and the 76ers still pose threat. And the the Warriors have really these past few years have never had a star. They've never really known to be having a star center in their lineup. Um, you know, Andrew Bogut, Zaza Pachulia, Javale McGee. Those guys really are not considered all stars. So with it definitely um, is a great sign for the Warriors signing for the Warriors. A big boost for them, but like I said, Demarcus Cousins is still coming off an injury um, that he was that he had last year with New Orleans. So this isn't the Demarcus Cousins at 100% that we know that he is, and I think that therefore is going to create a hole for many teams. Like I said, the Rockets, 
and possibly LeBron's Lakers to um, go at the Warriors uh, in this NBA season. And last but not least, uh, there were rumors about DeAndre Jordan um, going to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, it has happened. DeAndre Jordan is now officially a Dallas Maverick, uh, signing a one-year deal with them. Uh, again, I don't really think this puts the Mavericks in a in a you know championship contending team. They only have one star in DeAndre Jordan, and he's a center. So it it mean in today's modern NBA, it's not going to work. Your team is not going to be as efficient as you'd like them to be if your best player is a center. And the best example of that is with the Detroit Pistons and Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. Um, last season, you know, they weren't able to make the playoffs. You could say, well, they had just too many losses to uh, to overcome before they made the playoffs. But still, it, it just, um, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin and uh, Andre Drummond were not able to um, impress many of the NBA fans with their performances in um in Detroit. Um now that's it for NBA offseason talk. What I want to get into now is uh really probably the bigger topic of the day, which is the updates on the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Um what I wanted to talk about now is the round of 16. The round 6 of 16 um concluded today um in the knockouts I'm sorry, concluded yesterday in the knockout stage um the eight top eight teams left are now uruguay france brazil belgium england sweden and last but not least russia versus croatia uh the games uh, of the quarterfinals will begin tomorrow and there will be two games per day so tomorrow and saturday we will have um we will have the quarterfinal games for you uh, on fox and fox sports one uh, tomorrow's games will feature France and Uruguay at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, and then Be- Brazil taking on Belgium in the quarterfinals um, at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Same uh, times on Saturday as well. It will be uh, England and Sweden uh, at 10 o'clock, and 2 o'clock will be um, Russia taking on Croatia. The uh, The winners of each quarterfinal match will then move on to the semifinals, like I said a couple of weeks ago, the uh, final will then be on Sunday, July 15th. And then the third and fourth place match is a day before the final, which is um, July 14th um, on a Saturday. So that's the uh, major t- major talk of the World Cup. Um, predictions uh, specifically, um, France and Uruguay, I think France will, um, France is the better talented team with uh their array of ball movement i don't think i think uruguay just i don't think will have enough to uh to penetrate france's quality defense uh brazil and belgium is probably one of the the going to be the best matchup uh in the tournament because they're both teams are undefeated in this world cup so far and i think that brazil will just just has the much richer soccer history and i don't see uh that streak ending anytime soon um, I think Belgium will bow out to Brazil just due to the talent, uh, overwhelming talent that Brazil possesses. Uh, specifically with uh, Sweden and England, England will most likely advance. Uh, like I said, they're more talented, they're more well-known, just like Brazil. Um, however, England does have a reputation of underperforming at World Cups. We'll see what happens on Saturday. 
Um, and the last match uh, between Russia versus Croatia on Saturday, the Russians barely defeated Spain on Sunday by uh, penalty kicks. Therefore, I do not think that they will be able to advance as the host nation to the semifinals. I think Croatia is the much more talented team with the much more uh, with much better players, much more well-known players. Uh, Russia, I think, is here in the quarterfinals due to the luck against Spain. And I think that that luck will no longer be servicing them here uh, as the tournament goes on. Those are my predictions for the World Cup quarterfinals, which will be going on over this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Um, we will be staying tuned to any more um, NBA off-season news. Thank you for joining us for the show today. I know it's not as uh, long as it normally is, but like I said, uh, Brady is not here today. He'll be joining us next week. Thank you very much for tuning in to the show, and have an awesome week. Thank you. Thank you.